Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Pav. And I'm Neil. And welcome to the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's start the countdown. It's Christmas! A time for parties and celebration, to see loved ones, to drink a few too many, and to continue the age-old argument, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Here is Naughty Elf Neil (laughs) with 10 Christmas movie facts. Thank you very much, Pav. So here we go. Though it has become a quintessential American classic, It's a Wonderful Life was not an immediate hit with audiences. In fact, it put director Frank Capra $525,000 in the hole, which left him scrambling to finance his production company's next picture, State of the Union. Natalie Wood still believed in Santa when she filmed Miracle on 34th Street. Bill Murray improvised a lot of his lines in Scrooged. Merry Christmas! And talking about Bill Murray, he was the first choice for the lead in Bad Santa. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And in the Czech Republic, Bad Santa is called Santa is a Pervert. The plot of The Nightmare Before Christmas was inspired by the collision of holiday store decorations. Will Ferrell refuses to make a sequel to Elf even after reportedly being offered $29 million to do so. And in The Santa Claus 2, Tim Allen had to stay in character while around the child actors because some of them actually still believed in Father Christmas. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And in How to This Grinch Stole Christmas, Jim Carrey's Grinch suit was actually made of yak hair. And in the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Rusty watched Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful Life in one of the scenes, which was a full circle moment because Capra's grandson worked on Christmas Vacation. Is that it, Neil? That's it, sir. Oh, well, that was wonderful. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, this is our Christmas episode, and uh, Neil is here. 
And we are joined by the one and only Little Miss Christmas, mm. uh, Miss Santa Claus. Um, she is Christmas in a wonderful little bauble. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from the beautiful state of Maine in USA, it's Ali McKay. Hooray! Hello. Hello, hello. How are uh, you guys? We are wonderful. Now, let's obviously, before we start anything else, yeah. uh, the drama that you had five minutes before we started. Well, I had decided I obviously am going to have to wear something Christmassy, right? It's a yeah. Christmas podcast. Absolutely. So I took out this Christmas, um, I believe you call them jumpers in That's your neck right. of the woods. Yes, we did. Um, and it was one that we had made for our show with uh, Bean and I, cup of tea in a chat. Only when they sent us a sample, I was like, this is the worst material and it makes you so sweaty. How I forgot that when I put it on and then started setting up the lights, doing everything. And then all of a sudden I'm like, why is it so warm? (laughs) So I got rid of that sweater, but I am wearing it. There's only two of them made. Wow. Right? That's awesome. It's a great sweater. It makes Mm. you sweat like a whore in church. So (laughs) I took it off and uh, put on this one that just says, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. So I'm 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 here. I'm ready. I've got a um, a beverage in a nutcracker glass. Look at that! Oh, is it a mold wine? I wish it is diet <laughs> diet cherry Seven Up. It's such Ooh. a bummer that it's not mold wine now. Yeah, oh. I mean, yeah. we wish it was mold wine because this could have been a real firecracker of an episode. Oh, it really could have, <laughs> <laughs> really could have. Me and wine. Woo. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, the, the question I want to ask you before we go on about Christmas. Now, this is yes. something that I've wanted to ask Bean if I've ever got a chance to speak to him again. On the radio, mm-hmm. especially on K-Rock, you get to say things like pissed and bastard and, mm-hmm. and things like How is that? that you're able to say those words. But then of, there's the thing with dick. You can say, you can call someone a dick, but you can't reference a dick. Does yeah, that, you, that right? you can't refer to somebody's dick, but you can say someone's a dick. Um, it's just the FCC rules and they're, they're crazy and none of them make sense. Um, I didn't realize working on K-Rock that I wasn't allowed to say tits. And so randomly one day I was like, oh, calm your tits. And they're like, Allie. And they had to press the dump button. So it dumped out that part. And I was like, you can't say tits. And they're like, no. So then a couple days later, I thought I could skirt around it because I was quoting Mel Gibson calling someone sugar tits and they're like no that doesn't that doesn't (laughs) fall into that category so i'm like okay it's so arbitrary and silly and none of it makes sense and it's it's bs it's ridiculous like people out in the world haven't heard the word fuck or shit Mm. crazy yeah, it so, is crazy. Yeah. Good morning. Welcome to our Christmas episode, ladies yes. and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, filthy cunts. How Yay! are you? <laughs> we love it. Love it. Americans hate uh, that word. I love that word. It's, it's a very it's, powerful word. It's it got is. a huge word. kick mm-hmm. when you say it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh yeah, I take great pleasure out of calling some people that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we we did our top 10 swear words episode and, and all of us had it in there. I don't think it was very high it wasn't number one was it but no but then i think it was on swear words that i used the most that's what i did yeah so yeah that came in second yes now um 
you love Christmas. That's one of the things you're famous for with your 20, 27 Christmas trees and... It's five, but okay. still. It's I five. say five like that's normal. I'm like, come on, <laughs> it's five. It's, yeah. it's a sickness for sure. And, and where did that, where did the love of Christmas come from? Uh, my mom. My mom uh, loves Christmas, started decorating when I was a kid, um, always before Thanksgiving here, which is usually the last week in November. The house had to be done for Thanksgiving. So we would usually start decorating early November. And she just kind of instilled that love for all things merry and bright. And I just, I am the same way. Always, always, always decorate early. So you have a good, at least two months straight of Christmas cheer in your house. Yeah. So you've got five trees around the house. I do. So I where, do. do you put presents under all of them? No. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not crazy. <laughs> but I do have, I do have like little bags and stuff that I have every year that I bring out that look like faux presents, that type uh, of thing. But there's a, pres- there's a, um, tree outside on my deck which is only out there because that was my normal tree in my house I just moved to Maine in um wow in September my stuff got here so the tree on my deck was a nine foot tree and it won't fit where I wanted it in here so I moved it out to the outside so of course why wouldn't I have a tree on my deck mm. cuckoo so and, yeah and I now that love you're a in tree. now that you're in Maine it, you probably will have a white Christmas. Is that right? Funny you should mention that. As I look outside, we are expecting snow. It was supposed to start around noon today. Hasn't happened yet, but my parents just sent a picture. They're about an hour south of me and they've already got two inches. So every time I like look out the window, don't be surprised if all all of a sudden I just jam out of here and just run outside. But I'm very (laughs) excited. It's our first, it's our first snow. So (laughs) how many inches would you like? (laughs) <laughs> how dare you how dare you never ask you just give. no uh, yeah, right, you okay. just yeah you just surprise the person right okay i was <laughs> gonna say of it two inches is about right i think um right then right <laughs> let's <laughs> let's crack on with the job in hand mm-hmm. there's another bell there um mm-hmm. ali what is your number 10 christmas movie I feel like this is a movie that maybe is not going to be on anyone's top 10 because maybe a lot of people haven't seen it. So this is my way of getting it across to people to please see it because Fantastic. it's a delight. Okay. It is the movie Last Christmas. Do you guys Emilia know this movie? Clark, yeah, I know of it. I've not seen it. Yeah, Emma theme. Thompson wrote it. Um, Amelia Clark, Henry Golding, um, uh, Michelle Yao. It is a delight of a movie. And it's new, so it can be something that you kind of grow with and watch Mm. over the years. But there is, and I'm not going to tell you what the twist is, because I wound up seeing it at a screening and nobody had seen the movie yet. So nobody knew what the kind of twist was in it. And I was like, it's just, it is lovely and it's beautiful and a ton of wham music in it. If you were into George Michael or wham at all, you are going to love it. And I don't think there's a cuter human being than Amelia Clark. It is a delight. Mm. Yeah. Directed by Paul Feig, I think. It sure was. Who put me in a movie that I'm sure is on your top 10 list. (laughs) Unaccompanied Minors, which is a Christmas movie. So let me know when we get to that. That was my number 11. That was my number 11. It just just missed the cut. Um, Yeah, I spoke to Paul Feig a couple of months ago for our um, our WTAF podcast. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, he didn't mention you, unfortunately. I don't know why. 
maybe, is a maybe, lie. Maybe. That is a lie. We only spoke for an hour, mind you. I think, again, it was probably next How on his you. list. <laughs> How dare you? Right then, Neil, you're number 10. So mine is The Grinch, the Jim Carrey one. I've grown to love this a lot, lot more than I did when I first saw it. Um, I was, uh, I mean, I'm probably not as um, aware of the cartoon as um, Ali is, Mm because they probably show it a lot more on the American TV. But I did quite like the the, uh, animated one. But yeah, the Jim Carrey one, I've grown to love now. I, I think Jim Carrey does a great performance. And it is basically a Christmas carol, but with weird faces and chins and hair, isn't it? If you think about it. it. Yeah. But yeah, it just makes me feel warm and cosy after I've seen it. Yeah. Warm and cosy. Was that directed by Ron Howard? It was. Yeah. It was Ron Howard. Yeah. Did that. And visually it is beautiful. If you watch Mm -hmm. it, it really does feel Christmassy. I wish I hadn't worn this jumper now. I'm starting to. Are you sweating? I'm getting a little bit warm. So it's a problem. I know. Christmas sweats. It is. Oh yeah. Hmm. Well, I, I don't know because I'm in quite a cold little shed, so I've got yeah. my, my fire down, but that's what you or the glow coming off my off my shoulder. Anyway, my number ten is uh, the Santa Claus with uh, Tim Allen. Um, <clears throat> I'm not a big fan of the other two that are in it, but I think the first one's got quite a, a good heart to it. Um, and but again, I haven't seen it for a couple of Christmases now, so I don't know whether or not. I really don't know. The last time I watched it, I really enjoyed it because it's got everything you need. It's got snow. Mm. It's got Father Christmas. It's got the moments in it that get that tug at your heartstrings, um, and it's quite funny. But some of the special effects, obviously, are a little bit ropey now. Because I think that was a '90s movie. I think. I think it was yeah, early Mid, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah late are you 2000s. a fan of Tim Allen, Ali? <laughs> <laughs> He's got he's got quite a rep over here in the U.S. Um, he tends to to be quite controversial in some right. things that he said. But I'll tell you that Tim the Tool Man Taylor show Tool Time. What tool what time. was the show? It was Home Improvement. Was Home Improvement. Yeah, very funny show back in the day. Mm. Yeah. Here here's the thing about Tim Allen. I sat next to him at a Depeche Mode show, and the look of pure, unadulterated boredom on that man's face made me say this i'm glad that that santa fell off the roof because you are you're horrible yeah i couldn't believe it how does anyone go to depeche mode and not jump up and sing every Mm. song and it just it depressed me and uh, he's been um, dropped from the voice of buzz lightyear hasn't he i think that was kind of like that was clickbait Mm. because there is no Buzz Light Lightyear in that realm in the new movie. It's Buzz Lightyear's like pre-story. Right. Yeah. So it's it's young Buzz Lightyear. So he wouldn't yeah. have done it anyway. It's the person that Buzz Lightyear was based on. The toy was yes. based on. Was yes, the real that's person. It. Yeah. Oh, is yes. it? Right. Yeah. It's Chris Evans, isn't it? It's Chris it Evans. It is Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> right then, Ali, you're number nine. Yeah. My number nine, a little movie called Scrooged. Oh, yes. that's my number five. And that's my number it would seven. Be up yeah. there for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, modern take on a Christmas carol. You've got Bill Murray, music by Danny Elfman. Mm. It's a trifecta of perfection right there before we even get into it. So it's a great movie. And properly funny. Properly Very funny. Laughing. And holds up. Mm. Yes. Still absolutely. funny. Yeah, Still funny. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I love that line. You can hardly see them nipples. That's what, yeah. that's what <laughs> I love with the dancer. Um, getting the antlers on the mouse. Have you tried a stapler? <laughs> Always makes me laugh. <laughs> Just good. It's just a good yeah, movie. It is a great movie. Yeah. It really is a great movie. And it's a that was of, Richard Donner, wasn't it? It Superman was Superman director, it was. wasn't it? Yeah. It's a sort of movie that again you couldn't imagine anybody else starring in that but no. Bill Murray, because it's perfect yeah, for him. For sure. And it's and it's top class Bill Murray as well, without a doubt. Uh go on then, Neil, you're number nine. Trading places. That's my Aww. number nine. Is it really? It is. <laughs> Good one. It's a great movie. I mean, it's not ranked quite low as a Christmas movie because it, I find it more of a comedy overall than a Christmas movie, but it has a Christmas element to it. Yeah. It's got great heart, great laughs, great direction. It's when John Landis was on his complete and utter role, wasn't it, of hit after hit. So, yeah, what not to love. And Eddie Murphy, I, you know, when he was young and frivolous and fun and everything yeah i love that movie yeah i watched it last night actually I did you it. yes i did it's oh. it's it's, uh, it's in uh, probably in the top 10 of my comedy movies of all mm. time um although i still even now i've probably seen that film 30 40 times i still don't understand the whole selling of orange juice at the end how they lost how they lost the duke brothers money but they made loads of i still don't understand all of that it's like the big short it's all complete bollocks to me. I don't understand any of it. <laughs> I just go along with it. I'm fascinated yeah. with it because it's all the intricacies of stuff, but I don't, I haven't got a fucking clue, honest. I just don't know what the hell's going on, but I love it. Not in your top 10 then, Ali, no? It, it was not. It was not. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. That's the beauty of this. Not weird. That, is that there's, there's no wrong answers in this. It's it's what yours is uh, right. There are, there's going to be a few. Oh, is there gonna, oh yeah. I was going to say, unless yeah. I give them, there'll be a wrong answer. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, that is true, Neil. Yeah. Um, so my number nine is also uh, trading. Oh, places. excellent. So, Ali, we can go to your number eight. This is going to be controversial, not because it's in the top 10, it's going to be in everyone's top 10. But the fact that it's at eight for me, okay. I think this might be a lot of people's ones or twos. Um, Elf. Elf. Oh, that's my number six. Okay. Okay. And that's my number four. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I know people that they will die on the hill that Elf is the greatest Christmas movie ever. Yeah. It's great. It's mm. funny. It is heartwarming. It's delightful. It's also number eight for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean on that. It is it's funny and, like you say, delightful and everything. But there's something just short of being a major classic to me. I agree. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one thing with with Elf is when it comes to the climax. Mm. Um, we saw a different version out here. <laughs> <laughs> using what's, the, what's yours all about? <laughs> using the Central Park Rangers as like the baddies is almost. It just feels like it's a little bit thrown in there like they need mm. someone to be a baddie at that particular moment so they choose i don't know uh, do, uh, again central park rangers are they renowned for being baddies or no 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 there you go no. yeah that was the well, one the... thing that always sort of stuck in my <clears throat> stuck in my mind i mean the best scene obviously is the spaghetti with the the, the pop tarts and all that being mixed in i've always fancied trying that just to see what it might be like i'd advise against it but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. On, just make, Dr. Ali says, do not yeah, try that. Thank you yeah. for okay. mentioning. Or if you doctor. do, don't tell anyone till afterwards. Well, it's just, it's one of those things that looks, you've got a little bit of savory with the spaghetti, but a little bit of sweet with 
yeah. everything out. I just don't know. It might taste. Why not? Get I'll back to us. Go. Yeah, yeah. Right. do it for your Christmas dinner instead of a turkey. Shall I? Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I'll get back to you uh, from my hospital bed while I have <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> right then, uh, Neil, you're number eight. It's Gremlins. Oh. Yeah, I find this a Christmassy movie because obviously set at Christmas. But the first one, um, it's dark, yet funny, yet charming, yet lovely. Um, uh, we've spoken about it before and, and the fact that, you know, it's quite disturbing when you listen to the script, this whole story of... Santa in the chimney. Um, I won't say too much until people come back and say, but if you remember that awful story. That Are you tells- afraid of spoiling gremlins for somebody? <laughs> I'm afraid of everything, Ali, because I'm always the one that will put Someone's my like, in- what about after midnight? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Water? Yeah, no, the whole story about the dad and coming down the chimney and obviously getting stuck and everything like that. Of fear, excuse me, fear. is um, yeah, but I just think it's a perfect movie, uh, in, in the sense of its narrative, it takes you everywhere you go. Be are you not a fan, Pav? I do. The one thing about Gremlins, every time I watch it, all I can think of is that's the same square as Back to the Future where they live because <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. filmed on the um, the lot, universal lot, yeah. and it, for some reason, it just takes me out of it. It's a great film, mm. but it always takes me out of it because I think, oh, yeah, that's where the cafe 80s was in Back to, Back to the Future 2. It just for some reason just uh, gets in the but it's a great film, and it um, is. Are you a fan, yeah. Ali? I do like Gremlins, it's not on my top 10, but I do very much like Gremlins. I saw that in the theater. So did I. Yeah, so did I. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's not weird back then, <laughs> was it? No. I'm like, can you guys believe that was in the theatre when I was a kid? Yeah, I was actually weird. not quite because it came out in this country as a 15, uh, which you had what to be 15. You had to be 15 or over to see it. Oh, really? And yeah. my dad and my uncle took me and my cousins. So when was it? I must have been only about 13 when it came out. 14, yeah. under 15, and they just bought the tickets and took us in. You nice. know, smuggled us straight through. So, yeah. Excellent. Didn't, didn't you do the thing where your mate got on your shoulders and you wore a big yeah. pack and you just... <laughs> big we'd, forgotten, we'd forgotten the walked, long coat. <laughs> walked in like an adult. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right then, my number eight, and we've got to have this discussion now. So my number eight... Hate? My hate. number eight, which you might hate, is Die Hard. That's my number four. Now, Ali has just collapsed. Um, so I'm. it's a Christmas movie, as far as I'm concerned. It's, they they have uh, a run the run DMC Christmas song in it, so it has to be Christmas movie. Christmas in Hollis Queens. Thank you very yeah. much, Ali. I see yeah. that's a professional at work. There. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember the name of the song. I just <laughs> remembered it as Run DMC. Anyway, so Ali, tell us why it isn't a Christmas movie. Uh, I'm not saying it's not a Christmas oh, right. movie. Okay. What I'm saying is the conversation about this time every year with dudes like eh, is it a christmas movie or not do you think it's a christmas movie or not <laughs> like oh we've been doing this for a decade people mm. love to have this conversation and i i yeah if it's, if it's a christmas movie to you yes if it's Wonderful. not fine i think there's always people a test to see so what it's insane a- about it yeah, there's a test to see whether people really do have it as a Christmas movie if they watch it at Christmas. And True. I do. Every year True. I put it on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, okay. and to me, if nobody puts it on at Christmas, then they can't believe it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Now, the thing is, if we were doing, like, at this moment, my top 10 movies ever, Die Hard would be high, higher 
in my top 10. Would it really? It, it would, yeah. Because wow. for me, it is one of those perfect movies. Like okay. Back to the Future. Um, Raiders of Lost Star. Raiders, Star Wars movies. Well, the mm. first three Star Wars movies, we'll put it that way. Um, wow. Die Hard. But, but as a Christmas movie, there are movies, uh, obviously, that, that knock it down the pecking order okay. a little bit. Uh, but that's my number eight. So, Ali, you're number seven, please. <laughs> Okay. This is a this is a movie that um I was banned from talking about on K Rock because I I love this movie so much and when one of the stars of the movie would come in to K Rock he'd always be like Ali's going to want to talk about the holiday yes Jack Black I want to talk about the holiday here's the thing it just feels good to me to watch it. It's got England. It's got LA, two of my favorite places. They do a house swap. You've got Cameron Diaz. You've got Jude Law. You've got Jack Black. You've got Kate Winslet. And I do judge people on which couple they kind of like watching more because is it an Iris and Miles, which is Kate Winslet and Jack Black, or is it, um, well, you can tell who my favorite is. It's Iris and Miles. Um, I did write it down. Uh, Amanda and Graham. That's Jude Law and Cameron Diaz. They're too pretty. I don't need to focus on them. Let me focus on, on Kate and Jack. It is just such a sweet movie, and there's old people in it, and you know I love the olds. It just It's a feel-good movie, and I just really like it. Okay. It's a sweet movie. It's a long time since I've seen it, though. Oh, it really I, I need, I need to, to, yeah, I need to make an admission. Mm. I have never seen the holiday. <gasps> I have never seen it, um, and I love Christmas movies. And I don't know, I don't know why I haven't seen it because I've probably because I talked about it too much on K Rock. <laughs> not necessarily, but like <laughs> I've I, I've listened to K Rock for well obviously the the podcast for i don't know how many years five six years and i've mm-hmm. listened to every episode of a cup of tea and a chat so i would have thank you i would have been listening like last year when you were going on about right. the holiday probably and it's never ever come across hmm. to, to watch it i don't know i will watch it because i think you'll like it i i really do it's just a genuinely good movie so yeah. is it is it a comedy it's a rom-com really Ish, that- yeah it's a right. rom-com more okay. on the rom than the com than oh, the com yes yeah. that sounds ding for oh, that dear. one okay uh neil then your number seven is um national lampoon's christmas vacation <gasps> oh right mm. you've done it you've done it again neil you've done it mm. again what have i done again it's uh, in my christmas list no that's that's fine yeah i'll talk about it a little bit later on okay yeah i wonder why i'll talk about it a little later on as well <laughs> yeah. i it's genuinely one of those, I was going to say, before you said, I genuinely thought this was going to be one that we were all going to have the same number one. Oh, no, well, we, have to, we have you to let Neil know. go. We Indeed. have to let Neil go. We did. Yeah, but yeah. Pav should have known. He should know what my Christmas he, number yeah. one he is. He did it with Ecto-1 on our movie vehicles, Ali. He never even had the Ghostbusters like car in his top ten at all. I know. What? This is what I deal with. This is what Neil. I deal with. I don't even know who you are anymore. Granted, we just met 22 minutes ago. Uh, There's a long story behind the movie vehicle one, but I had a valid point of why I didn't put it in there. Anyway, Anyway, Christmas Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, um, I love it. It's funny. It's brilliant. You're all going to, you know, I have a hint where yours is going to be on this. But I went by the ones that I watched the most for Christmas. 
So the films that I put on for Christmas is how I rank them and which ones I watch the most. Okay. And that's why that it came sense. down, you know, the least. On, well, not the least. I mean, it's number seven. But yeah, it's, it's got everything you want. It's got the laughs. It's got the shit as full. It's got everything you ever need. So, yeah. Yeah, that's all I have to say on that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for bringing the podcast down again. I don't uh, believe it. I Honestly, feel I so... What? I just, could, I just might no, not have even no, been no, in my list, sir. It might not have been. It might. You not know, if I want you to... I could always send this and you write my list. <laughs> I could do that. That'd be amazing. Yeah. And then it'll, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's fine. Um, moving swiftly along. So my number seven was Scrooged. Uh, which we've already spoken about. Uh, so, Ali, your number six. My number six is a movie that um, I can watch any time of year and do, but it's also very Christmassy. Um, it's Love Actually. Okay. Nothing. Nothing yeah. from you guys. <laughs> I, I I have to say, I actually, I find watching Love Actually really, really hard. Is it I mean, because there's so many storylines to no, keep track of, or you just no, don't no, like I'm, it? I'm I'm not that thick, Ali. I mean, I can. I can. <laughs> Are you slow? <laughs> no, I actually I find it really hard because it's it's very sort of upper middle class Richard Curtis, uh, yeah. lovey lovey kind of stuff, and I, I I just find it sort of really hard to watch. I've I've, oh. I've I, yeah I, I don't I don't. Like I just said, there's two men in it that are on my top five list of men. So, Grant and Bill (laughs) (laughs) Nye nailed it. Yes. (laughs) Are you not going to say who they are? Come on, tell us. Oh, I think you could guess. Yeah, Hugh Grant has got to be one. Nope. No. Uh, No. Billy Bob Thornton. Colin Firth. Colin Firth. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Colin Firth. Andrew Lincoln and Adam Rickman. Adam Rickman, Alan Rickman. Oh, God rest his soul. No, uh, no. no. Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> what if it was? That would be amazing. Oh, that, would, that would yeah. be amazing. That would be, yeah. I don't Emma know Thompson. No. Liam Neeson. Yes. Uh... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra 
and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, right. Yes. For obvious yeah, Liam reasons. and Colin Firth are two mm. men on my top five list of men that just, oh, but Colin Firth more so, but. Goodness. Wow. Would you have felt I the just, same about Colin Firth if he if he'd originally been the voice of Paddington like he was going to be? Maybe more so. More so. Oh, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know me, my first crush was Fozzie Bear. I love a bear. Exactly. And you Come want on. you want to die being hugged by a bear, don't you? Thank you. It's all I want in life. Mazaklan. Mazaklan. People listening are gonna be like, what what is what? Well, then I say to them, they need to go and they need to go to Patreon and they need to join a cup of tea and a okay. chat with Ali and okay. Bean. That's mm-hmm. what they need to Thank do. You. And then Thank all you. of those jokes will make sense. Right. So uh, what was that? That was your number six. Neil, you said Elf. I did. Six. Okay. And now this is the one that I need to thank Ali for. Um, oh. That As we're listening, to, as we're recording this, the la- the Monday episode of your wonderful podcast, you were talking about, and you very kindly, uh, you and Bean both mentioned our podcast, which is very nice of you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Um, you mentioned A Muppet Christmas Carol. Now, I'd never seen A Muppet Christmas Carol oh, since... With Michael Caine? Since yesterday. Oh, my gosh. And I sat and watched it yesterday, and absolutely, it wasn't in my top ten. Um, oh. before yesterday and I and it just it jumped rank. in at number six it jumped in at number six i absolutely loved it and so oh. much so that i'm going to watch it again if not tonight then tomorrow because it is just fantastic it's it my is. number it, two it's That's my number two, number two. Hey, yay it's probably i mean it is the best version of a christmas carol going 100 the songs are wonderful although why is it is the song the slow song when he goes back and uh watches his young self with the girl and that slow song they sung they took out didn't they yes yeah. Is it is it still out? It is or still it, out, but you can <sighs> on Disney Plus if you go to the extras bit, they you have that. It. You can see that that. Song. I always wondered that, but the songs are amazing and wonderful. Michael yeah. Caine puts in a fantastic performance. Unbelievable! Mm. I met Michael Caine when I was doing um, the KTLA Morning News, and um, he'll never remember this, but apparently he was watching my segment. And they were trying to bring him on set to do his segment on the set. I don't know what he was promoting. And I was out in the field doing something. And he goes, huh. And he's just kind of watching me do my thing. And as he's walking away, he goes, she's really uh, kind of a, uh, oh, now I'm going to forget the phrase he used. This is a great story, Allie. <laughs> we'll edit this. Um, um, what's it called when you're, when you're just talking like this, when you're just talking and stream of consciousness. Right. He goes, right. he's walking away and he goes, it's a real stream of consciousness reporter. And <laughs> the producer that was walking with him was like, oh shit, I got to text her that. And I was like, that's amazing. Probably not a compliment to him, but to me, yes. Yeah. I'll I take it. I read on IMDb, it said that, that he told the director that he was just going to play it like it was Shakespeare. He's not oh, going to, sure. yeah, he's not going to, wink or or know that there's no around him and i think that is 
that definitely makes the whole thing better. And that's that's the, the key, I and think, if, with Muppets, isn't it? Is that mm. all the human guests yes, just treat you it like it's to a normal it. thing. Yeah, yeah. And if people are watching thinking, I don't even know any of this. What 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 was it? He was Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. And uh what's his name? Kermit was yeah. uh Bob Cratchit. And all the Muppets just kind of come in and out throughout the whole thing. It is magic. You guys are going to love it if you haven't seen it. And I'm so glad it you is. listened to the uh, show. And that, and it's now on your list. Yeah, I would never, except for I don't know why I've never come across it, why I've never thought about watching it. Oh, yay. But I, it just stuck in my head when I heard it on your episode and I thought, I'm going to watch it. And oh my God, I'm so glad I did. I'm so well, glad I did. So I've got... Neil is back too with Neil, being yeah. his number two. So good. There yeah. you go. And that was the first <laughs> film after Jim Henson passed away. That was. That they did as, as oh, well, wasn't it? That was. That so, was. but it had all the more poignancy because of it. But yeah, Amazing. I think it's a beautiful film. Beautiful oh, film. there you go. Some yeah. good, good feeling there. So, uh, Ali, you're number five. Oh, my number five is a Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. My top five became the ones that I watch the most and that are the most nostalgic for me. So, coming in at number five is Charlie Brown Christmas because I would watch it every year. And I was a huge fan of Snoopy growing up. I got my first Snoopy when I was three, still have it. He's on my bed. It's concerning to a lot of people listening right now, but still have my Snoopy from when I was a kid. And it's just beautiful. And it teaches you as a kid, what's important about Christmas and really all, all days and, and how you have to treat people well. And that's what Christmas is all about. Mm-hmm. I think I've sweet. only ever seen it once because it's not something oh. they show here. Yeah, here they show it every all. single year. And it was like the night as a mm. kid. Every Charlie Brown special as a child was was just must-see TV as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is weird that that's something that never... I never came across it. over. Yeah. It's like the um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and those sort of animations. They didn't really make it over here. Oh, no. Really? What about yeah. the Abominable Snowman? Mm-hmm. Oh. It didn't really come to what us. What about Timmy sh- that was a dentist? But Timmy, he was an elf and all he wanted to be was a dentist. No? No. no. Oh, I could be saying anything now. Could, what about no. June? She was a pygmy and all she wanted to be was... What? <laughs> Mrs. Right. Christmas. What were they called? Rankin Bass. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 I think I've seen the the um, Rudolph the Road and Red Nose. Yeah, they, they've I, shown them occasionally. Yeah. But it's not something they put on every year. Oh, it's so just funny. Yeah. Huh. This guy is crazy. Okay. So I was. Uh, so Neil, you had Scrooge at number five. I said. And did. I've got Home Alone at number five. Um, again. I think originally Home Alone 2 was in my top 10, but got pushed out because of Muppet Christmas Carol. But I just, again, it's it's one of those movies. John Williams does the music. I said, there's a great cast. Um, Kevin McAllister's a little shit and deserves everything that he gets, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) Um, But it's Tom and Jerry style violence, which is great, which I don't Mm. know whether you get away with doing uh these days i've got no idea but it just it's 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 beautifully violent but in a can i make a, a confession yeah you, you've never seen home alone <gasps> never seen it just never i don't i don't know wow both wow. of your faces right now <laughs> no oh wow Good Lord. yeah yeah i don't i don't know what it, it's not that i'm actively like staying away from watching it i just never felt like it 
Wow. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Do, do you like spiders? Hallie? No. No. Oh, there's a really good scene in there with a spider. Mm. Where Were Kevin... you expecting me to say yes? Well, well I don't I know. It might spiders. be a reason. You might have heard that there's a really sort of bad scene in there with spiders, and that might have been oh. the reason that you sort of stayed away from it. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I was at the age when it came out where I was too cool for a movie like that, like, uh, why would I want to see a movie about this little boy when I'm clearly 10? Yeah. Or, you know, just, I thought I was too cool for it. Right. Right. Which is I sad. Would, I would, yeah. I would recommend uh, just giving it okay. a go. Cause it's got a lot of heart to it. John mm. Candy's in it. There's some good, um, and there's also a rumored appearance of Elvis, uh, in, uh, an airport scene. What? <laughs> the whole thing about the Elvis isn't dead. There was a rumor that one of the extras queuing oh. up, uh, in this airport scene was Elvis. Interesting. Um, yeah, was he flying on. commercial? Or? I think he was. He was waiting for a ticket. Yeah, yeah. I go huh. on YouTube and put in Elvis Home Alone, and you'll see this guy that okay. basically he's got dark hair with big sideboards and like big glasses, and they thought it was Elvis. Because everybody who looks like that is Elvis. <laughs> Indeed, they are Neil. Indeed, they are. Are you Elvis, Neil? Well, well, no, because I haven't got dark hair. I'm. <laughs> no, going that's for, true. I, I dye mine slightly speckled silver and things. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, that is. True. <laughs> uh, right. So that was my number five. So Ali, your number four, please. My number four is a Christmas story. Oh. Oh. It's been a while since I've seen that one. See, it's probably not the same there as it is here. Here, it's on a 24-hour loop on mm. during Christmas. You can see it anytime you want. So as a child, you know, seeing the, the show and it was, you know, about a kid your age, that was amazing. Um, but to me, it's just, it's very nostalgic to me. And I, I just, anytime... I, and as a kid, I would always put on my winter coat and my arms would go out and I'd say, I can't put my arms down. And I would just quote that movie as a child because it was a movie about children. Mm-hmm. And hi, America. It's about getting a gun. They <laughs> Yeah. So Americans love it. <laughs> yeah, I've never I've never seen that. I've no, yeah, I don't, really. I don't even know ago. if there is anywhere that shows it in. It probably would be on one of those um, Sky Christmas movie channels. It probably right. would appear on there at some stage, I'd imagine. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, is, is, that a, is that a film that's been remade loads of times? Or is it no. one particular I don't version? think ever. Oh, right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so what year did that come out? Do you know? No. Okay. I can look it up. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. That's no, fine. no. <laughs> that's your job, isn't it? Yes. But I do. That's what you love doing. Um, okay, so you haven't got that one there, Neil, no? No, not a Christmas okay, story, then. no. Go on then, what's your number four? Well, uh, Ali, You've had oh, it here already. We go. 1983. 1983. Yeah, what, a wonderful, what a wonderful year. It was. Uh, go on then, Neil, your number You four. have my number four, which was Die Hard. Oh, sorry, uh-huh. I, did, I wasn't listening, as usual. Okay, my number four is Elf. So back to you, Ali, with oh. your number three. My number three, um, again, nostalgia. This is something I watch every year. It's my mother's favorite movie. And it just is beautiful. Sure, it starts off with an attempted suicide, but don't all great Christmas movies. I've said it for years. It's a wonderful life. Yes, that's my number three as well. Neil. 
Oh, he's not saying anything. Neil. Oh. Oh, may, oh maybe. Oh, little... he's not saying anything. No. Mm. Okay. okay. So do you think that It's a Wonderful Life, Ali, is one of those movies that should never be remade? Or yes. do you think it's ripe for uh, uh, bringing, bringing uh, into the present? I answered yes too fast because to me, I shouldn't say nothing should be remade, remade because that does not mean that the original movie ceases to exist. It's just updated for a certain audience and to make it a little bit better with the times, whatever. But to me, it's perfect. It holds up. It's, it's so wonderful and it's so beautiful and everything about it is perfect. If they want to remake it, great. I'm still going to watch the original. Mm. Yeah. So. But if they were to remake it, I don't think it would work in modern times. They would have to still set it when it was set because the oh, ideologies yes. and everything like that are so different now. I don't yeah. think, you know, people would really care. I mean, jumping in to save him, somebody would have a lawsuit on their hands, you know, that sort True. of thing. It's, yeah. I, I just can't see it working in modern day. I think Plus that, the banks nowadays are well, real great. So yeah. we don't have to change that up. <laughs> and at the moment when they all start coming in and, and, and bringing some money in and that it gets me every single time. Oh yeah. Uh, and, Such and a good movie. Every time a bell rings and angel gets his wings. Oh, it's just don't it just, it just gets you right in the feels. Yep. Mm. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So that's so Neil, what's your number three? A Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. I okay. really love this. I'm, I'm quite a fan of the stop motion animation and, and Tom Selleck. I love Coraline and things like that. Tom Selleck? <laughs> Tom Selleck? You said Tom Selleck. Magnum? No. What's to do with it? It is Tom. Is it Tom Selleck? It's Selleck. Henry Selleck. Sorry. I, I was like, what's happening yeah, right now? Did I say, okay. no, Henry Selleck, sorry, the Tom director. Selleck? I don't remember I didn't mean seeing to say him. That. That, was a, that was a slip of the tongue, wasn't it? <laughs> but I love it. I love the stop motion animation and I feel this one's really Christmassy and, a, and a, a unique twist on the Christmas tale to me. Brings all the holidays in together and it's a great fairy tale. It really is. Okay. And great songs, Danny Elfman. Yes. We spoke about Danny, Danny Elfman. Elfman's the greatest. Yeah, yeah, I think, and he was the voice of Jack Skeleton as well, wasn't he? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he did a great job. And apparently, seeing it live when Danny Elfman brings it around to the arenas is amazing. Yeah, it's magic. Mm. I did Everything see some it. footage that put people put on YouTube. I think Billie Eilish played one of the parts or something in the the latest. I think she was the- Sally. This past she, uh, October, yeah. yeah. Oh, I hope yeah. she didn't do that whispery type singing doing it. Ooh, that would drag that down, wouldn't it? Well, I don't know. Have a listen to it first, Neil, before you start slagging it off. I, I'm not slagging it off. Sorry I'm just about saying. that, Billy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's just good yeah. fun, so. Could you yeah. just ask her to change her style? <laughs> you can ramp it up, Billy. That would be great. <laughs> Please do. Speed I mean, up, love. The big question I want to know is, who does Tom Selleck play in Nightmare Before? He plays... Um, Father Magnum. Father Magnum. <laughs> Goodness me. Right. So my number three was It's a Wonderful Life. And both of yours, uh, number twos, were Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Uh, my, my number two, which no one else has got, is White Christmas. I can't believe nearly no went in my one list. has got White Christmas. Yeah. Not a fan, Ali, of White Christmas? No, it's my, it's my number 12. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought we were doing 20, so mm. I... No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had booked out my whole afternoon for this, so... Oh, dear. That, that is the first movie I watch every Christmas, is White Christmas. It's just... 
there's nothing more you can really say about it because it's funny. Um, there's a couple of moments in it that are a bit boring when Danny Kay does his dancing stuff. But <gasps> apart from that, there's that oh, one. Oh, to me, that's one of the best parts. Do you think so? <laughs> yeah. I, I love a song and dance. Yeah. Well, I love a song and dance, but there's that one song when he's talking about the theatre or something. I can't remember what song it's called. I, I always skip past that one because it just gets, mm. it, it gets on my wick. Mm. Um, but apart from but it, that, <laughs> it's a great Christmas movie, by all <laughs> we means. We just chopped that down. Gets on my wick. Yes. Mm. I'm bringing that to America. The bring that one to America. I have that on okay. a, have a jumper or a sweat, okay. sweatshirt or whatever you want. But um, but yeah, uh, it's a classic movie. Um, I love Bing Crosby. Um, I love hearing him sing. He's got an amazing voice. And uh, I can't remember, Not it's not Rosemary Clooney, but the other lady has the smallest waist I have ever seen on a lady. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's like my neck. I don't understand how she can fit all her organs into that. I can fit all her organs into that tiny little like rib cage. It is crazy. Absolutely crazy. And she never sang. She never sang a single note. Well, she Ro- couldn't. Rare. Ro- breathe. No, yeah. she didn't yeah. breathe. She had no internal organs. Yeah, Rosemary <laughs> Clooney did all of her singing, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So that's all of our um, ones up until number one. So, Ali, do you want to just give us a quick rundown from 10 to number two? Sure. Number 10, Last Christmas. Number nine, Scrooged. Number eight, Elf. Seven, The Holiday. Six, Love Actually. Five, Charlie Brown Christmas. Four, A Christmas Story. Three, It's a Wonderful Life. Two, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Number one. Oh, hang on a sec. No? No. Just okay. kidding. Let's all do it. You said that eight seconds ago. My bad. So, sorry. Um, Neil, do you want to give us your rundown 10 to 2? Of course. So I've got a number 10, The Grinch. Number nine, Trading Places. Number eight, Gremlins. Number seven, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Number six, Elf. Number five, Scrooge. Number four, Die Hard. Number three, Nightmare Before Christmas. And number two, The Muppets Christmas Carol. Wonderful. And mine was number 10, The Santa Claus. Nine, Trading Places. Eight, Die Hard. Seven, Scrooge. Six, A Muppet Christmas Carol. Five, Home Alone. Four, Elf. Three, It's a Wonderful Life, and two, White Christmas. So, Ali, what is your number one Christmas movie? Well, again, going back to nostalgia, um, it's a movie that I always watched with uh, my mom, dad, and grandparents. And my grandfather laughed at this movie like I've never heard him laugh before. And most of the scenes involved, oh, well, let me let me show you. I have a prop. Oh, oh wow! Look at that. And oh, that's Eddie. Awesome. Shitter's full. The shit um, is full. A Christmas uh, Christmas vacation to me is the best Christmas movie because you laugh from beginning to end. You get all the Christmas feels just with family and just good times. <laughs> just good times. Yeah, it's a fantastic. It's my number one as well. Let me just. Uh, uh say that it's um everything that you just said ali it's it, it makes me laugh every single time and it still holds up so i think better than any other movie on this list it holds yes. up so well it does and it's the, the the walking on the planks um in the oh my uh, god in the attic in the attic yeah amazing it's just it just he that's one thing that chevy chase is fantastic at and i think steve martin said that that was the reason they chose him for the three amigos is that he's an oaf He's just mm-hmm. an oaf. He's just somebody yeah. that is uh, just big, awkward. Um, 
I yeah, I love that movie. That's why I was surprised, Neil, that it's only number seven on. It's not on to your... say I don't like love the I, movie. I never said you didn't. I never said. I, I really do love the movie. Guys, don't let's, fight, guys. Let's not oh, no. fight. Let's not fight. <laughs> not let's, on Christmas. Let's, yeah, let's not fight in front of Little Miss Christmas. That's just not yeah. the way to do it, is it? <laughs> um, so, Neil, what's your number one? This film, uh, the way you feel about um, National Lampoon's Alley is the way I feel about this movie. It's a Wonderful Life. Mm -hmm. I just, I think it is nigh on nearly the perfect movie. Um, Whether at Christmas or not, it would be my top 10 movies of all time. And I watch it every year, Christmas Eve evening, it goes on. And I just think it's perfect. I mean, it's dark for its time, if you think about yeah. it. Subject Very. matters all over the place. Um, it's not what you expect from when it was released. And I think, um, I, I, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, it's a perfect movie for me. There's not much else I can say. I literally could watch it every week, nearly. Um, I just, it's a perfect, perfect film. Cool, what a barrel of laughs you would be, Neil. Why? Because it's a happy week. ending in the end. Well, it is in the end. I yeah, mean, but you've got to go, go through, through like... What's, what's life if you don't go through the ups and downs and come out, at, you know, conquering all and being positive at the end? That is true, Neil. So. That was lovely, Neil. <laughs> I'm going to stitch that on a pillow. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, right, we'll just go through a few quick... Uh, um, Honourable mentions from people that sent them in. Stu Grant said National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Gremlins, Die Hard, Krampus, uh, Trading Places, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, at Andy McEwen, one said Christmas Vacation is the best Christmas film out there. Screws with Bill Murray. Uh, Darren Brown said Die Hard. At this one, Samantha said Gotta Be Trading Places, Uncle Buck. I didn't realise Uncle Buck was a Christmas movie. No, I didn't movie. think that was a Christmas movie. No, Mind and, you, I, I'm not a big fan anyway. No, and Bad Santa. Anna Sanders has got to be Muppet's Christmas Carol. I huh. agree with you there, uh, Anna, finally. Uh, Dave Mags Wixie said, has to be Die Hard. John White said, the Santa Claus. Uh, Tim Wainwright said, two types of people in this world. One that says Die Hard is a Christmas movie and the ones that are wrong. As one of your people there, Ali. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Melissa Blizzard said, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. And at Stacey Michelle B said, I love A Christmas Story, 1983. It was there on the tweet. That we didn't need uh, to. Oh, I think I said it was 82, didn't I? I think, no, you no, said 82. I saw the early version. Did I say 83? Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> you did say 83. Um, so, right, Ali, let's let's talk a little bit. So, K-Rock finished um, mm-hmm. in a in a sort of not a very nice kind of way. Um, why did you decide to start up a, a podcast with Bean? Uh, Bean was one of my favorite people that I've ever worked with in any realm, whether it was television or radio, and he's a consummate professional. And I thought, uh, FM radio is kind of a dying breed, and podcasts are definitely still going, probably going to keep going for a really long time. And I just thought, if I could do that with anyone, and at that time, it was the height of the pandemic, Um, to be able to do it from home, that would be the ultimate thing to do. So I started harassing him um, via phone, email, text, moved on to his wife, Donna, harassing her. And finally, he, I think, honestly, I wore him down. I still don't know if he wants to do the show. We're a (laughs) year in. I don't know if he's even having fun, but um, we actually, we have a great time and, and we just do the show three times a week. And we've got some of the most incredible fans of a cup of tea in a chat. Um, we call them tea baggers, which again, I apologize for that you're called tea baggers, but some love it. 
Um, <laughs> it's just a fun, it's just a fun show. And I look forward to it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And it's a blast. I like you, it. You've built a real beautiful um, community as well, haven't you? That, that really, really do like look after yeah. each other. and Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, magic the way that they treat each other and if if they hear about someone in the community of listeners that somebody passed away or they're going through a tough time or there's a GoFundMe people really rally together and it is a group of people that I am I'm so honored listen to us and get anything out of it but I'm I'm also really proud of the fact that that we could all be in this together and it's it's really kind of a neat thing. It's really special. Yeah. And I will say, especially over like lockdown and the shutdown, um, I had problems like like the majority of everybody in the world, you know, yeah. mental issues and stuff. And things like your podcast is something that definitely helps. It's something three times a week you can look forward to. And anybody out there, I will please just... There, there is a free podcast as well, isn't it? It's sort of like... Show, yeah, we do like a little... Know, a little give and take sampler of it um, that you could find on um, any streaming service, but we tried to make the Patreon as, um, as affordable as possible. So the tier that you can start at is $3 and you're going to get three shows a week. Um, that's $3 a month, by the way, not per show. Yeah. Although that would be kind of cool. <laughs> um, so it's $3 a month. You're going to get three shows a week. Plus you're going to get a um, monthly, um, curated playlist by bean and it's different themes every month and that guy has such a brain for music and such a, a knack for picking things that you may not have ever heard that are now going to become your favorite um playlists so you can start at three dollars it's kind of nice yeah mm. well we'll put the link to the uh the patreon in the show notes and i will i'll say if anybody just wants to have just something to listen to and where you end up if you listen to it for a while you end up feeling like you are part of the family oh that's um, so and nice you, but you also get to know some of these jokes and some of these mm -hmm. different things that become things you know it becomes right. something that you may you know just fuck up one time or whatever but it becomes something that people latch on to yeah. and then becomes a thing i mean like being called pavlo um the first time i ever spoke to you but wow. there you go I, I'm yeah. still concerned and convinced that maybe you're not admitting that your name is Pavlo. <laughs> Pavlova. My name is Pavlo oh. to you, Ali. You're yes. the only one that can call yes. me Pavlo. Why did I add the L? I, don't I have know. a friend named Pavlo that I, I I worked with, but but why? Like right after you had said your name, I was like, okay, Pavlo. What? <laughs> that was the thing that was like, so funny. I so literally weird. just said it to yeah. you. Amazing. But, but you know, that's um it, yeah i would just like i say i'll say it again it's my favorite podcast and i listen Thank to a lot you. of podcasts and it's just two people having a laugh having a Thank chat you. um and um, neil is so quiet right now i'm listening i've got to let i've got to let pav gush i really have i've got to oh, let him, yeah Sorry i've got to let him go it, it's, his, it's his baby so let i him know let. i i know I know. And I'm, I, just, I, I'm just I, so honored that I've met you, Ali. That's, that's oh, the main thing to me. Neil, that's so nice. I've had a delightful time talking yes. about some of my favorite things. Oh, wow. Well, we love Christmas. We've, yes. we've, it's really been a pleasure to have you, um, Ali. It really has. Um, and hopefully we'll have you on again. That'd be wonderful. Uh, sure. uh, Neil, do you want to just run through uh, all the bits and pieces? Yes, of course I can. So you can 
Yep, you can find us on all the social media at Top 10 Pods. You can email us at top10pods at hotmail.com if you've got any questions or suggestions for top tens come and help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash top 10 pods where you can get rewards such as our episode episode super early bonus episodes behind the scenes videos and even a chance to be a guest on your own show mm-hmm. and then check out all the links via link tree you can find the link in the show notes and then please do come subscribe leave us a rating review on apple Podcasts, or subscribe and follow us on spotify stitcher or wherever else you get those podcasts from wonderful and we would like to say we have uh, two new patreon subscribers uh, over the last couple of weeks so thank you to andrew connor and to paul hughes and also a massive thank you to samantha and thomas who bought us a coffee Aww. It was lovely Aww. of them. Bless their hearts. Uh, so that'll keep the lights on. That'll keep the uh, Christmas Yule log burning a little bit longer. Um, Ali, once again, have a lovely, lovely Christmas. Thank yes. you. Uh, you guys as well. Enjoy the snow and uh, and just keep recording. I mean, it looks like just over your shoulder, it's been snowing for ages over your other shoulder. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a live deeper. look outside. What if that was my ring camera for my Wouldn't front, front yard? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be out there just uh, snow angels straight away. Um, yeah, so thank you, Ali. Yes, thank, thank you, you, Ali. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Pav. And uh, let's start the countdown. 10, 9. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.